0: Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. And uh, I, I feel like we're getting ready to talk to one of the biggest rock stars of all time that's been hibernating. Um, just because Nickelback and Chad, uh, it's been five years since you know we've heard from you guys. And now that we know it's not Kroger, it's Kruger, I feel so much better about this, Chad.
1: Wow, the red carpet has been laid before me. Wow, <laughs> wow, um, biggest biggest rock star of all time. I, I had to look behind me. I'm like, is there some, is there some, is there someone else on this
2: call? Here's the
0: interesting interesting thing about you, Chad. Is like everybody talks about you. Everybody talks about Nickelback, even if you're not making albums. But sure. you stay out of the spotlight. It, it, it's like you've become this. This you're Beowulf. You're like this myth. You're the Iliad. <laughs> you're the sirens with the wax in the ears. You're that oh. guy. You know. Uh, you you just you, in the last five years. What have you been doing? Just chilling out.
1: I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel very Beowulf last night. I got <laughs> uh, my my friends and I got cut off at a lounge and um, pretty much ejected. Really yeah nobody pulls told, the
0: i'm with chad card
1: no they told us after they'd served us after they'd over us they literally said well we served you guys too much alcohol and so we have to put food on your bill and i'm like <laughs> okay i have no problem this but but you're like this seems a little after the fact to me like i feel like <laughs> it been halfway opposite. through serving us maybe you should have said but we can't serve you any more alcohol until we serve you food right goes, well, if the liquor inspector comes in and that's when I started recording. <laughs> you got it all on <laughs>
0: camera. <laughs> maybe maybe what they were trying to do is they had some uh, chicken that was going bad. They figured that you and your buddies were too drunk to realize it. And they're like, yeah, let's just my- put it on their bill. It's got that what Nickelback money.
1: We're going to get in trouble.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got it all. You, now, are you going to release that on social media and let us all see it?
1: social media i just i just gave it to you that's the same thing right it's now exactly interviews this. just go everywhere so this girl literally says we're gonna get in trouble from the liquor inspector because we've served you too much alcohol and we didn't put any food on your bill and so <laughs> then they just wanted to shove food on the bill right and not bring us any food and then the guy next to me they did the same thing to him they're like we have to put we've served you 17 drinks and now we're just going to put a steak on your bill and he goes i'm not paying for that and they're like no you can't leave until you pay for the steak and he goes you didn't give me a steak
0: (laughs) <laughs> that seems illegal yeah right like they're forcing yeah. forcing food
1: there on you your go. bill exactly there So you go so you were at a strip cactus, club if you're cactus club abbotsford uh canada there uh, you go is it a right strip there. is
0: it a strip club because they were giving you steaks
1: no oh nope okay and i'm like i'm putting them on blast right now cactus club abbotsford and i've got them on tape saying they served us too much alcohol and forgot to give us food and now they now they're cutting us off i'm like i'm gonna put you on blast uh, did did, I th- I, did you I've got 10 more interviews today i'm
0: like they're gonna get it all day <laughs> no no no, all no. Day. don't give it to anybody else just give it to us oh. did, did, did uh <laughs> did, did did you did you uh did you pick up like when you go out with your friends do you pick up the tab or do you split it
1: um honestly i try i try to brad's behind me like <laughs> brad's just like dude be real you always pick it up i try to yeah but like there's usually you know damn near an arm wrestler or a fist fight because they're all like dude you always get the bill like let me get a bill for once i mean if we're ordering like stupid wine mm-hmm. and and the bill goes through the roof then i insist i'm like you didn't order that wine like like that's not okay for you to pick up that bill um so in those instances i i will insist that i i uh you know i i take the bill But, um, you know, I I do have friends that strategically watch and see if, like, if no wine has been ordered, they're like, I got this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or do you have the do you have the friend that conveniently gets up and times it out perfectly, gets up and goes to the bathroom, knowing that the bill will already be there uh, before he gets back?
1: It's so bad that now when we walk into places, if somebody wants to get the, the bill, they, they leave the credit card as we're walking in. Uh. It's like everything goes on here. Don't let him, you know, and so, <laughs> and we all, and that's nice because like, you know, nobody wants to feel like they're being taken advantage of. And I, and I, I don't, um, I also, I hang out with a, like, I don't hang out with like a lot of celebs or, or, or billionaires. I hang out with a lot of nine to fivers
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i'm like you guys i sing songs for a living so let's just keep things in perspective like come on you you work way harder for your money than i do for mine so like come on and you know i'll try and give them that speech a little bit and then sometimes they're just like they'll just give me the fuck
0: off (laughs) see i don't think nikki would you have a problem if we went out with chad I, i think i would just chalk it up as like Nickelback's an LLC, and they just write it off at the end of the year.
2: Oh, you know I'm not going to have a problem. Yeah. Anytime I don't have to pay a bill, I'm happy. Uh,
1: unfortunately uh, for you guys, it's called payola. So. That's oh, fair. that's
0: right. <laughs> By the way, Nelson, can you put another Those Days in rotation today, please? I can, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Heavy?
1: And, yeah. And, and, and gifts are on the way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: going to get those new Nickelback sneakers. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, what so, did they call it back in the day? They called it ind- independent radio promotion? I-
0: Actually, you know what's funny about that chat is I just made that joke to my program director. There's a a band that he's playing a song he's playing. I'm not a fan of, and I was like, "Oh, those shoes must have come from the label," uh, cause, right? Because back in the day, you're right. Yeah, you know, the music director always had brand new white shoes on, and you know where he got them from, right? Yeah. Now
1: wasn't it always like so? So well, you have a so every radio station puts on like a, a festival or a show sure. every year, and the labels that labels are always like. You need T-shirts for that, right? So we're gonna <laughs> donate all the T-shirts for your show, right? Nudge, nudge. Isn't that wasn't another thing? Back but in the day? we want
0: the band not to play. We don't want them to curtain jerk the festival. We want them towards the end when the sun is right. setting and people aren't as hot. That's when we right. want them up on stage.
1: Exactly. All
0: right. Um. So let's get down to some business. I feel here. like
1: I just got I, a whole lot of people in trouble. I feel like they... <laughs> it's okay.
0: It's okay. It's like, okay.
1: I feel like Congress is gonna meet over this in a second. and Be like,
0: uh to Amphitheater, Saturday, July 8th, Get Rolling Tour. So that's our show here in Sacramento, um, which is very exciting to have Nickelback back out on the road. Get Rolling, 10th studio album, first release, five years, I already said that. Uh, those days, new track, San Quentin before that, and the third track will be High Time. I do have a question about San Quentin. So I read that it's based off of just a casual run-in you had with a like security guard from the prison uh, so my question is I guess is how do I get a nickelback song made about me I mean how interesting of a person do you have to be it,
1: No it was no it was the warden
0: It was the warden Was he it that was interesting warden.
1: I was shocked at how young the dude was that's that's all I mean honestly I was just kind of like um he he introduced himself and uh I'm looking at this guy and I'm just like nah this dude's, there's just no way and everyone behind him was like I'm like oh you you're you're literally like you're actually the warden for San Quentin. He's like, yes. And I'm like, wow. I, you know, because I'm picturing somebody, All right? Uh,
0: picturing the guy older. in Shellshank.
1: Yes, I'm like, I'm not going to use the word obtuse at any point in time <laughs> in
2: this, this conversation. <laughs> Round. <laughs>
1: like, um, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just like, and then, and then every moment from there on, where he was talking, I wasn't listening, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm just literally like. I was like uh, John C. Riley in uh, what's the what's the thing? It's off? Dewey Cox. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. And she goes, oh, "Yeah." And when his wife's sitting there, go, "Don't you dare write a song right now, Dewey!" <laughs> and he's just sitting there <laughs> writing a song. That was literally me. Just so where like,
0: where were you that you met this guy, and and how was it that interesting? To, I mean, the guy, like I, a lot of songs are made about women, right? I always found that interesting. Like, where are these women at now? You've got a song right. about a warden from a prison in California.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just sort of that. I was like, I was shocked. I'm like, so when you meet someone for the first time and you tell them your job title, you know, and you can say, I'm a plumber, I'm an electrician, you know, I hang drywall, whatever the hell it is. Um, uh, when someone says I'm the warden for San Quentin, it's like, it it carries a bit of weight. <laughs> pretty like cool. I'm like, damn dude. That's like, well, at first immediately, because the, the guy was just so young, for the job because you you think quintessentially like that person is going to be like you know stereotypically it's just going to be like this old gruff be like mean mm. larger human and he wasn't any of those things and he was like he's like you know we're a lot about rehabilitation these days and i'm just like <laughs> i'm not even listening to you dude <laughs> i just I'm like I, I i literally i picked up my phone and i'm like i just what i wrote san quentin in my phone i'm like i'm writing a song like in my head right now And uh, that's all it was.
2: Were you taking like a tour of the prison or something? Like, where'd you run into him at?
0: No,
1: I'm not going in there. There's an excellent chance you're not coming out of there.
0: Were you serving some time? Is that where you've been the last five (laughs) years? Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Do you think that, I wonder how many people, if you ask them what the capital of California is, that they would actually know it's Sacramento.
0: Not a lot. We're we're always it's always L A you know the Bay Area stuff like that you know we're like
1: you're actually the capital city of you are the capital of California
0: I uh I've been wanting to ask this question for a very long time There's a rumor that I've heard from people that have uh, written with you Mm. um and I want to know if this is true I'm Uh, gonna
1: start narrowing this down quickly I'm just gonna be like
0: yes go on (laughs) that that you will purposely. Throw in just some nonsensical, whacked-out lyrics in your songs just to mess with people. Is there any truth to that? No, no. You don't put any lines in there. They're just like, just kind of funny and don't really make sense. But know that they'll catch on.
1: No. Okay, so okay, so spill the tea. Who was it? I can't tell you. <laughs> I, I, I can't see.
0: Well, I I know that Z- like Zach Brown. He, because he gets so sick and tired of playing chicken fried, he changes yeah. the lyrics. A lot of artists, they change the lyrics. I mean, I get it. You know, it's, it's, it's like a stand-up comic that does the same set of them. You got to play the songs and you have the same emotion. So you change it up. But I okay. heard that you purposely do that before the song's even released.
1: Um, no, that's the, no. I, I think that you I have to, <laughs> here we go. I think that you have to contribute to the main theme of the song. Um, so you're using your verses as your descriptive moments to to do that. So your verses are going to be describing all the, you know, the tiny, the, the small things. And then your your chorus is going to be your overarching <laughs> theme. Ah, this is weird. Um, and then, so I don't think that you should just say something. In fact, the only person... I was in a room that ever wanted to do that just do something sort of nonsensical and just put something whimsical into a song that had that wasn't contributing to the main theme of the song purposefully to make someone go nunk Hmm. was Carly Rae Jepsen, she's like, well, I just kind of like lines that don't make sense. I'm like, yeah there's enough people that aren't listening anyway like I would just do the best you can to continue <laughs> describing what's going on in the song to keep the lit like so if you're making a movie or or you're you're telling a story and then you just throw somebody the, like the biggest curveball uh-huh. and and they and they all go huh
0: what does that mean it-
1: because you, you barely have their attention in the first place. So why would you why would you throw one in there just to, to like, just throw? I mean, I I don't know that I've ever purposefully done that. I don't know that I've ever done that. There's a lot of Baileys in this. and There's a lot of
0: Baileys. A lot of Baileys in this conversation, I'm telling you right Baileys now. A lot of Baileys. A lot of Baileys in your Chewbacca cup.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to, like, making fun of your own stuff, um, when you record something, And when you're sitting you know like if you're just if you're in a room and you're trying to come up with
0: uh we got acoustic version right here
1: so if you're if you're sitting there going okay so what are we so so we've gotten past the the part about uh i'm through a standing line so if you go i'm I'm through a standing line to clubs i'll never get in it's like the bottom of the ninth and i'm and i'm never gonna win this life hasn't turned out quite the way i want it to be so now you're gonna just start listing things, right? So now I want a brand new house on an episode of Crib. And then you so now all you're gonna do is just start listing right things, every single thing that you think most people think uh a rock star has. Yeah. You know, so and and the stuff you come up with is so dumb, so offside shit you could never say in a room. <laughs> like, it's like, no, everybody's laughing, but we're not putting that in the song. <laughs> like, no. And like, like that, that literally can't happen.
0: Every time every time I hear Rockstar, I always think, like, that's your song for when... At, man, I'm, I'm just guessing here, totally guessing, but it was like your introduction to L.A. and a scene that you might have not been familiar with. Mm-hmm. That's the from the fans' perspective.
1: Um, in all honesty, uh, the song I start off with "I like your pants around your feet" mm-hmm. is that is literally what you just described. That's, really, you know. And I like the powder on your nose, uh-huh. and then at the end of it, you and you, I wind up saying, "And I hate the places that we go, and I hate the people that you know, and I hate the powder on your nose." And you go, "You're like, and I don't like any of this. I don't. <laughs> I really don't like any of this crap." um but you make it you know,
0: sound so, good yeah no it's, it's, it sounds so great <laughs> it, it, and, then, and then you start playing in front of 20 30 40 50, people and they're just reciting it back to you which must make you feel good
1: that is um so we all know what it's like to be uh inebriated we all know what it's like to be high on uh weed a lot of us know what it's like to be like if 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 you've tried acid <laughs> mushrooms mm. I'm not a I'm not a cocaine guy I'm really not like I I thankfully uh otherwise it'd just be a mountain in front of me at all times I'm like I need more <laughs> of this um I'm more of a I, I'm just I, like I'm kind of a drinker but when you know what all those drugs feel like
0: mm.
1: all of them you go yep I don't yep I have I've been on a mushroom trip and yes, I know what it's like to be drunk or whatever it is, and the feeling that each one of those drugs give you is nothing like standing on stage in front of thousands of people and have them sing back lyrics that you wrote in a in a studio and just sang into a microphone. It, it that is a drug, I, and and I I know a lot of other singers have tried to describe that it's hard it's really you feel it's um you feel really uh euphoric Mm. there's definitely a state of euphoria and then you also feel very powerful and and then you feel this wonderful sense of camaraderie um and and then you're like wow i'm 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 in charge of the party Right. right i'm in charge of the way these people are feeling right now and I can move them through uh love pain joy exuberance party mm-hmm. all of these things and 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 when you realize that you're the master of ceremonies um you definitely feel this thing like this is a, this is a, this is a cool feeling <laughs> is
0: is there a line in particular you know I, I've always put over bands that perform songs um, the way the audience wants to hear him, even though they're performing them every night, usually the slower songs, the ones that have certain meaning to people, so on and so forth, like, you know, three doors, you know, without you and stuff like that. Yep. Um, Brad always does a great job of performing it like he recorded it. And I think that's important for the fans for Nickelback and you chat. Is there any specific song or lyric that, after all these years, when you get up on stage and you hear the the crowd chant it back to you, you're just like, man, I never thought it'd work like this. Um, God, I'm thinking,
1: probably, maybe, like maybe something in photograph. Yeah, there's probably there's probably something in photograph that does that. Um, but there's different moments and and they weigh differently at different times because when you've got the crowd down and you're singing something to them and they sing back something emotional it's just a different feeling than when you know you're ending the show and it's burnt to the ground and it's we're going out tonight you know and so you've got that thing going on Mm. so there's you know it's just weighted differently um because when you're in party mode you want you know yeah. that thing going on and then when you're in it could be it could be nostalgic mode um it,
0: it well you guys now are under the category of nostalgic and you know, you've been yeah, around you've been right. around for long enough so people like you guys actually you know before we started this conversation we were chit-chatting about the last time we spoke which was you know probably 2001 um when silver side up came out and Right. And and you guys were part of the last rock and roll radio revolution, which is the bands like Three Doors and Shine Down and Disturbed and those bands with the new rock alternative. But you guys were a part of that, uh, a big part of that, a huge part of that. And radio rock rock. I think you just came up
1: with a really cool band name. What? radio revolution radio revolution <laughs> like that's a that's a cool band name right? There, R- radio revolution rock radio like,
0: revolution yeah
1: <laughs> but in a time when everybody like not everybody obviously i mean you, you you work for 98 rock like you still have jobs obviously you're gainfully employed um but when music is so easily accessible by way of spotify or any of these other places um you know i think the irony of it's like radio revolution like that's badass dude that's a well if anybody's listening like i'm not taking it no 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 no, no, no.
0: you are taking it that's your next san quentin sir
1: (laughs) radio revolution well we do have a song called revolution though so i I, I don't know it's maybe it's a little close i don't know but i think that's a. I think that's a great band i'm waiting
0: but but, waiting for the next album
1: You can always right. call it, you
2: can always call it Bailey's Bailey's Radio Revolution and then just have featuring, the, Chad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> featuring Chad. Yeah, you know, it, as much as we think that Bailey's is just innocuous, it's just like it's no, it's just, you know, it's just an enhancer. You know that Bailey's is made of whiskey.
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs>
1: i'm just drinking whiskey and coffee right now like i can try to hide my alcoholism behind uh you know something that we don't deem to be it's like oh hey it's just a little coffee at bailey's no it's coffee and whiskey let's just call it what it is
0: there's no way he's drinking alcohol in a chewbacca mug he wouldn't do that that's sacrilegious chewbacca didn't drink you never saw him even even at cloud city he wasn't having a drink at the table you know, <laughs>
1: uh, Lando, Lando would have subsidized this for sure.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I read an interview. Um, well, you have said it publicly that you think th- this weird hate shade, whatever you want to call it, towards Nickelback over the years has faded out. I agree with it, but I, I don't understand where it came from. Like, I, where? how did Nickelback get that stigma? Like, you didn't do anything. Going back to the beginning of this conversation, you're just a dude chilling, playing music. You've like never been controversial, never been polarizing. Where did the backlash for some reason against the band come from?
1: You work at a radio station. Yeah. You cannot tell me that there aren't bands that you play, please don't say mine. I would understand if you, <laughs> if you but like there are bands that come on and you go and you turn the volume off immediately. You're like I can't like you you don't get to you're not the program director. Right. You don't get to pick what gets played on the radio station. Right. But you still have to listen to it just like everybody else in the world and when you're played on as many formats as we were played on for probably like a solid 12 years Mm. it makes it tough to get away from the band it really does and i I, like hey i get it i have like there are bands that come on and i'm like nope i i for whatever reason i'm just like i don't like this and that's the same as like that's the same as putting something in your mouth like like, I don't like this food. I don't care for this. I like that. It doesn't. There's no endorphins. There's no serotonin going on right now when I eat this food or listen to this music, whatever it is. Right. And you just you get away from it. You just like, no. But we made it a little tough for most people to get away from us for a while.
0: You did. Oh, you, it's our fault. You, that's our fault. You're, you're contribute uh, like
1: I just write the songs.
0: We play and we play them too much. Is that what you're
1: saying? I don't, I don't ask you to play them. My record company, my right. record company probably does. That's but like, that's
0: interesting. You know, I I I didn't expect that answer. I don't know what I expected, but that's you're right. And you know, if you take other bands or artists that got a kickback like that for whatever reason, right. it was because of the overdose um, sure. and the popularity. You sure. know, and and, you, and my dad to this day, like if he hears
1: like ed- uh, blowing like the metal on the edge of a knife, blowing like the metal on the edge of a knife, so come on, hold tight. He's like, I hate this song. <laughs> I'm like, You hate meatloaf? He goes, No, I just hate this song. I'm like, Why? He goes, Because um they played it 10 times a day. Uh-huh and he's like and like i can't stand like he to this day he just like can't stand the song it comes on he's like oh please please change that please don't like i I can't i can't hear that because he just he has this disdain for the song and i think that's true for all of us like i'm sure at some point in time, like if somebody hears you know never made it as a wise man they're like nope nope <laughs> nope <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, amen. <laughs> that's one of my faves. But but you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to apologize for my success. No. I'm not going to apologize because because the reason you guys play it or played it or any song that you do a lot is because most of the population wants to hear more of it. Yeah. Right. And that's the only reason why you have playlists. Otherwise, you just play whatever the hell you want. You know, you just sort of blah, 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 blah. Do, do,
0: do you think also the contributing factor is, I've always found this interesting with the fan base of bands, is that there are bands that have a formula. They stick to the formula because it works. Nickelback would be one of them. Three Doors would be one of them, since we're talking about those guys too.
1: So do, do you think they, Burn It to the Ground sounds like uh, Rockstar?
0: I'm not, no. You're missing my, I'm not saying every song. Oh, okay. saying I'm just saying in general. Um. And then there are bands, usually a sophomore album, after right. success from a freshman album because they get the the leniency from the label to do so, they go off and do their own thing. Whether it works or not It's not the point. But the backlash will come. Oh, that doesn't sound like. That doesn't sound like. But then there's the other side of that where it's like, it always sounds the same. Have you ever heard an ACDC song you did not know was ACDC? It's always. There's an
1: interview, there's an interview that... Um, uh... Angus Young was doing, and I think it was with a a British interviewer. And he, uh, the the interviewer, says something along the lines of, "What would you What would you say to people who think that this album sounds exactly like your last album?" And he said, "Our last album, we've been making the same album for <laughs> thirty years, exactly. <laughs> but I don't I, like." I think that ACDC, I love ACDC, sure. first off. Uh, Back in Black, well, it's one of the most successful uh, rock records of all time. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite producers that we were lucky enough to work with produced it, Mutt Lang. Um, we worked with him on a, a record we had called The Dark Horse. I mean, it's just like, start Back in Black. And and do you think anyone goes, I'm tired of this. They were tired of it in the 80s.
2: Yeah.
1: They're not tired of it now,
0: no, no.
1: Because when it starts, everyone goes, "Yep, yep," and all of a sudden, you're like, "Where's Iron Man?" <laughs> I guess because at some point in time, you just know, you know, like it's so synonymous with that. The thing is, you can't get away from. Oh, what's the best way to put this? I don't even know. It's <laughs> the f- again the I, formula I that should, works. The, 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 it's not about that it's just it's about like so you're telling me verse chorus verse chorus and either breakdown or guitar solo last chorus out do you know how long you guys have been playing that same formula and every single song you've ever played that's ever been written since the dawn of recorded music uh, and i and i'm formulaic like no nope
0: well, again, it's not it's okay. when I say formula, I'm talking about the blueprint of the music.
1: What? It, so what blueprint? So anybody can just so if I say verse, chorus, verse, chorus, <laughs> breakdown or guitar solo, <laughs> last chorus, go. L- l- that's l- a hit. For, that's a hit formula. So anybody can just write a hit song. No,
0: no, 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 I, no, no, no. I don't what, think it works like that. L- let me give you let me give you another example. So Linkin Park's last album, uh, I'll, sure. I'll never forget reading um, comments that I think Chester made uh, or he did an interview and he he was upset because of the backlash that they got from their last album because it didn't quote unquote sound like lincoln park you know whether that contributed to the horrible loss of chester or not i don't know but my point is is that i don't
1: think anyone kills themselves over the lack of success on a record i mean that would be that's
0: but I'll never forget, Chad. I'll never forget morbid. that interview. Like how it, it like i just I mean, still to this day I remember and I bring it up every so often is that okay but,
1: okay, but hold on, can we can we remove the fact that uh let's let's try to be robots for a second. Okay. Sure. Let's take away the fact that he died so tragically and he was uh such an amazing singer, great front man. Um, let's try to remove all those things. Yeah. Do you think his last record was a good record?
2: I do. Yeah, I'm a fan, though. Okay. Chad, piggybacking off of something
0: that Bailey had said, but you, you can't know, see Nelson, he's in a black box.
2: <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been. This, 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 is this God. Has turned into
1: a like. This is no longer a radio interview. You know, this, this. I feel like we're in a
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Nothing no, no, that.
1: absolutely, and, I, I, and that's way better than. That's way better than. You're you're on a uh a deserted island. And you know what's funny? Most people just say desert island. But like, why am I on a desert island? Can I just be a deserted island? or you're about what what's your five, what's the five uh <laughs> Uh, albums you're taking with you, like that <laughs> crap, that same crap that everyone asks. I mean, this is way cooler than any of that. So We, we appreciate that.
0: Continue. We yeah. appreciate that.
2: Nelson. If I could, first off, just say that I've been a Nickelback fan since the day I heard Leader of Men come across the, the radio speakers, dude. Thank you. Throughout, thick and thin, through all of it, I was a fan of Nickelback before it was cool, when it was cool, when it wasn't cool, and now that it's cool again, I've been here since the beginning. But I've always... Wait, there- Wait, we had a cool stage? <laughs> oh, you've always been cool, dude. You've always been cool to me. But I've always maintained for people that would give grief about, oh, you like Nickelback? I go, you guys aren't paying attention. And you mentioned formula. I don't think you have a formula, but I believe there are two Nickelbacks. Okay? Mm. Because every one of your albums, you guys tend to have like a, a, a like a photograph, a pop ear, a popular song, you know, that's going to get huge airplay. But then the my favorite part of Nickelback is what I call your stripper music. <laughs> and I think you know exactly what songs I'm talking about and I, as soon as I hear a new album I go yep that'll be on in a club Cinnamon will be getting up to the main stage of that Cinnamon
1: ladies and gentlemen <laughs> put your hands together Cinnamon
0: I've heard Nickelback um, in a strip club before <laughs> oh, just, <laughs>
2: something in your mouth you knew that was going to be on the main stage I thought but
1: but you again Like, you think that there's, like, this these scientists, like, we all have our lab coats on and we're going, (laughs) what are we going to do next? What do you guys want to do? Bring in the Uh, stripper. That's (laughs) that's truly not the case. The case is, at 11 o'clock at night, when I'm coming up with something, do you think it's going to sound, like, far away? No. It's going to have a different vibe to it. And, like, and, yeah, it, like... Uh, you know some i like i like that you know you know it's going to be like like i've never gone as far as porn star dancing um <laughs> but again great song uh-huh. um you know i i i do i do uh, show up in the second verse uh, <laughs> 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 but uh you know, I like those tunes. I think it's like a little sexy and a little naughty, and like, the, and then the, all of a sudden the groove comes in, and you got some sort of like, like riff that comes in that's just tuned down to the basement, and and then that starts, and all of a sudden it's like, so what are you going to talk about? So this starts, and like, you're not going to have something a little you know provocative come out of your mouth uh-huh. like i'm not going to be talking about saving the world in a song like that <laughs> you know uh uh what's the what's that eminem tune is it called shake that ass for or shake that ass for me
2: shake that shake ass for me
1: That, shake ass that for, me. Ass for me shake that ass for me yeah because that was on last somebody put that on last night and i was like oh my god <laughs> it's so good <laughs> like but but suddenly i'm the king of stripper anthems and it's like <laughs> you know bumping and grinding that pole <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like what
0: me times have changed chad times have changed. you're also yeah. you're also in the anthem uh the the anthem uh, world too now you know if you go to a sporting event you hear nickelback
1: well maybe a hockey game
0: I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, I've you know listen on TV. I mean, I've I, I've I know because I've been and I've heard it. It's just I, I I love the transition over the years of what anthem music has was once once was and now what right. is, um, right, right, totally different game.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, like, but honestly, I think you know, and again, if you can remove yourself from the mindset of there's you know members of Nickelback sitting here, like, like, like Mr. Burns from, you know, the Simpsons, just like, what are we going to play for them now? Smithers? You know, like, it's, that's not really the thing. Like, we're just, we're just making music. That's all. Like, but I think we just try harder than, have you ever met a musician? Do you know how lazy, do you know why m- most musicians become musicians? Cause they don't Cause want they a real job. Wanna, Cause they don't want to get a real job. Right. And then they date hairdressers. Mm. Right. and uh, You know, because those like they actually have a job mm-hmm. and and then they support them until mm-hmm. they move on to their next hairdresser right and they're like someday i'm gonna make it i just don't really like and so when you get in the studio with these people and you realize like wow you're incredibly lazy even when it comes to something you truly love mm. and that is just a crying shame and i've been in the studio with hundreds of them and you're like <laughs> they're like bro 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 <laughs> That was a solid 10 minutes, dude. Like, <laughs> let's let's just go do something else. I'm like, <laughs> let's do what, something what? else. <laughs> so so just because my work ethic when it comes to you know creating something or making something special, I'm like, you know, the world's gonna hear this, right? Yeah. So do you just want to half ass it or do you want to make it good? Or do you want to really put some time and effort into it and make it really good? Because the world is going to hear this. Why don't and and I'm not. If you go to Nashville and you go up and up and down writer's row, mm-hmm. right? Those guys have a cup of coffee and they've got a, an acoustic guitar and they write it. They write it at 10 o'clock. They got a, they got a session at uh, noon and then they, they got another one at two 30, right? Every single day, three songs a day, different groups of people writing songs professionally every single day, Tennessee all day, the craft of crafting a song, <laughs> mm. ah. yeah, Brad, that was crafty. There's three, um, um, the art of making something. You ever cook something for someone and think to yourself, "I can't wait till they taste this yes. because this is like I am killing this. I'm killing this right now. Like this tastes oh. so good. I cannot wait for my guests to taste this because this. I'm like I put time. Love yeah. and energy into this, and I cannot wait for them to taste it. And all you want them because, because if you were like, if you just made it and you're like, you know, you're just like, eh, whatever,
0: Mm-mm. yeah, I that, don't care. That's a whole nother so conversation, why'd you, by yeah.
1: the way. So why'd, you, why'd you cook it <laughs> in the first place? But when you make your special dish, and we've all got that dish, mm-hmm. right? And you make the one that you're like, this is my, this is where I slay, this is my one where they people, someone tastes it and goes, mm. oh, wow. Mm. What is that? That's so good. And you sit back and go, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you worked at it. Yeah. And you put the time and energy and love into it. And you wanted them to enjoy it. Yeah. That's all you're doing. First off, when you taste it, you enjoy it. I don't make music I don't like. Yeah. Like, so this is this is like, it, I, and I don't want this to sound conceited, but like, I'm the biggest Nickelback fan in the world.
0: <laughs> you should, you be. should be. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> as, yeah, as you should be, right? If if you ask me what my favorite band in the world is, I'm like, well, the one, the one I'm in, because I'm really proud of, you know, uh the music we've created and and the fact that we've been around for 27 years and we still have a career. Like that that that's that means something to me. It's really important to me. Like, and I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah. Uh anyway.
0: And second would be
1: Oh, again, time of day or place. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna go to the beach and listen to Metallica.
0: No jack johnson not gonna, dave matthews you're not
1: yeah you don't want to go to a nightclub and hear
0: nickelback
2: yes you do <laughs> <laughs> no but Depends you on know the i'm club. just trying to, i'm trying to make a point like, <laughs> i know whatever. we got it <laughs> right you know what i mean
1: like it's 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 all it's all it's mood based yeah. it really is mood based um uh what it chris from um Coldplay said something in an interview and I thought this was fantastic he said if I've made your vacation or your bathing experience better in any way that I feel good you know like if you if you're putting on something and <laughs> like if you're jumping into the the tub right and you want to you know and you want something just kind of on, just like a little something in the background and, and like to be that aware of where your music gets played and when it gets played Uh i was like oh that's insightful that's insanely insightful i just thought that was wonderful
0: i always say with radio you know i've been doing this for almost 30 years is that if there's one thing said in the four hours while i'm on the air that somebody talks about afterwards i've done my job that's always been my goal every show i've ever done
1: yeah as long as like as long as you're not doing it for the shock value like and i say that um but my my sense of humor is very much like some of the songs you know when i start started you know, when i start a song off with i like your pants around your feet or if the hook line is you look so much cuter with something in your mouth now in my defense <laughs> for <laughs> that one um mutt said to me he goes his idea for the song originally was it won't suck itself <laughs> 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 swear to god <laughs> but i thought that you know the the comedic element of that was just so off the chart that um when i was with uh um the guys from uh, steel panther uh they uh they said let's write a song and i and i immediately went because they're because that's their you know right that's their shtick right and i'm like Oh, and like right away, this pops into my head. I'm like this unused line that I was never going to use because I just think it's too far. But for them, it's like it's on par. I'm like, how about it won't suck itself? They're like, perfect. And so <laughs> we actually wrote a song called "It." You can, you can, and it's actually, it's actually really good. It won't suck itself. But what we did was we tried to get, you know, instead of so on the nose. We tried to make it sound like you've been either bitten by a snake or you've been bitten by a scorpion and somehow there's poison in you somewhere and you need someone else to help you get the poison out. And then you say, <laughs> right. It it's <laughs> "Right, Uh
0: well, I think uh, every other interview that you're supposed to have is really pissed off at us.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so late for New Jersey that they didn't even answer the phone. <laughs> so what am I? So Cincinnati is going to be pissed now, too. And then Tulsa and then. Kansas City and then Austin.
0: Well, yeah, you know, they're SOL, so <laughs> they have their radio shows. We have our podcasts on frequency. Right, anyway.
1: We got, like, I, you know, should we do this? Like, you guys, I think we could like seriously get together and do a podcast. Like, uh,
0: look, dude, I'm just coming out of the podcast world, actually. I took a year off and I loved it so I could have conversations like this because, like,
1: it's it's yeah, but if you're just, you know, if somebody out there likes your point of view or the way, you know you express yourself or there's a comedic element or an intelligence that you know that somehow they that that people want to hear that's a podcast absolutely um but and i i i do feel like this was more of a podcast than an interview and i just really i want to be so genuine with you guys like i just i thoroughly enjoyed this conversation i really did that means a lot thank you that's my
0: formula yeah that's my formula (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh all right suck it uh, suck, suck it, it suck it <laughs> you know i got engaged to steal panther out in vegas by the way
1: <laughs> you, all you got engaged to all four members at the same time
0: yep they were all there <laughs> and, and my wife joined in by the way
1: so five rings
0: five rings Impre- that's I got, impressive i make a lot of money i don't know i was this radio station right here <laughs> yeah five engagement rings <laughs> that's yeah Sick. you're going deep dude that's deep you're like wow uh Twin amphitheater saturday july 8th the get rolling tour with nickelback chad uh it was so awesome dude i i back at you really thoroughly enjoyed this conversation it was probably one of the best conversations i've had with anybody in the business in a very long time so thank you very much
1: thank you i mean this has been wonderful
0: cincinnati has a lot to live up to <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that by the way
1: <laughs> and brad's behind me beside me going fuck <laughs> all
0: right, we're gonna let you go. Hey, Chad, thanks, man. Best of luck with the new album. Best of luck with the tour, and we'll see you at the Toyota Amphitheater, July eighth. All right.
1: Thanks, guys. All right, Thank man. So we'll see you. Bye, bye. Take care.